You're listening to Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. Hello, you have tuned in to Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio, where we discuss insider secrets to health and so much more. Here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika, we take a look at health from a broad perspective and we break it down so that it's relatable, doable, and most definitely fun. And yes, I am Dr. Tamika. So my rock stars, are you ready? I hope you have your minds open, your ears in gear to learn, and you're ready to take your health to the next level. Now I have to tell you, we continue to do big things on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. Truly, we are in the holiday season, and there continues to be mixed emotions as it relates to the year end, as the year ends with um, 2020. Like, is it a good thing? Is it not so good? I mean, the emotions are all over the place. And as we continue to embrace the positives that are associated with 2020, there still is my desire to keep my rock stars, to keep you on track with your health as it relates to the holidays. So my next guest on staying healthy and calm during the holiday season on Rocket with Dr. Tamika is Dr. Michael Gelb. Now I have to tell you, I didn't bring you just anybody. I brought you like the top of the top, like elite. Dr. Gelb, I mean, he's, let me tell you right now. So he's a dentist. He's a world-renowned TMJ and sleep specialist with practices in both New York City and the White Plains. He received his dental degree from Columbia University College of Dental Medicine. And like, let me just say, he even has a master's from SUNY and Buffalo School Dental. I mean, like, Dr. Gale, like, <laughs> you are doing big things. Now, he's also the co-author of GAS, which is Airway Health, The Hidden Path to Wellness, and the co-founder of both the Foundation for Airway Health and the American Academy of Physiological Medicine and Dentistry. Now, it doesn't come like, it just didn't pop up. His father, also a dentist. So he's basically taking his father's findings to the next level through his airway-centric integrated therapy. He invented the ACG airway-centric system with the help of prosomnus sleep technologies. I'm telling you, he's dedicated to improving his patient's health by reducing pain, restoring refreshing sleep, and transforming lives. Welcome to Rocket with Dr. Tamika, Dr. Gale. Thank you, Dr. Tamika. It's great to be here. It's a privilege, and uh, I'm looking forward. I love your energy. Oh, I'm having a blast already. I'm like, look, do you realize my rock star is who I'm bringing you? I'm like, he's coming from all directions. Like, he's not... He's not new to the game of dentistry at all, <laughs> at all. So, Dr. Gelb, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, I'm here in New York. I'm a, I like to say I'm a country dentist, but I'm really, uh, I came from a background and I went into dentistry to help people get rid of their pain, their headaches, their jaw pain. And my practice is really limited right now to people that have jaw problems, clicking jaws. But the thing that's really brought us to the next level is opening people's airways, growing airways, and having people get a refreshing, restorative night's sleep. So, oh, you know, great. Yeah. I mean, that's like my number one complaint. People come into me in New York, everyone's fatigued, everyone would like to be more refreshed during the day. And I went over my notes and I was going over my patients for the last few months and I was trying to bring together like what I'm seeing during COVID. Right. Oh, that's great. Yes. Tell us. That's great. So there's a lot more clenching of the jaws. There's a lot more headaches. There's jaw pain. 
everyone seems to be fatigued. And, and although people come into the office with the complaints of pain, so the two things I think that bring most people into, into physicians, to dentists, to osteopaths, they have pain. It could be back pain. It could be neck pain. It could be headaches. And the other thing is people are exhausted. People are tired. So they don't know, am I depressed? They don't really know what it is, but is it Lyme disease? Uh, you know, Epstein, what is it? What, what, what do I have? Why am I so exhausted? Is there any way that I can sleep like I did when I was 20 years old? And so that's what I'm seeing. That's what I like to say. I'd like to say that I transform people's lives. And that's what, that's what brings me to the office. But, uh, you know, it, it's been a long journey. And now I'm back to treating kids again. And I'm back Ooh. to getting rid of ADD. So we do a lot with the brain. I'm really most passionate, Dr. Tamika, about the brain. You know, I am just like, I'm loving the fact, my rock star. See, when you thought I brought you a dentist, you probably are thinking about how often should you supposed to brush your teeth? How often should you floss? Um, you know, do you need to, how frequently should you get your teeth cleaned? He took it to a whole new level. That's the basics. So I, I want to talk about this. I wasn't even like, I had my questions ready, but let's talk about what you love about the brain. Go for it, Dr. Gelb. Yeah, what I, you know, listen, by the way, by the way, the reason we have teeth, I used to think the reason we had teeth was to support the jaw and to support the jaw joint. But now I know the reason we have teeth is to support the airway. Okay. Because I've learned that the airway trumps everything else in dentistry. The airway, hierarchically, the airway is the highest thing we can possibly do in dentistry is to support the airway, grow the airway, develop the airway. And it, for us, it's all about breathing. Right. So if we think about this a little bit further, so if I'm loving the idea of many people, like even as recent as today, when I saw my patients, it was like, I'm so tired. I'm so fatigued. And, you know, immediately I go into, uh, let's check out your adrenals. Let's look at your mitochondria. Let's see how you're, are you getting enough protein on board? I'm starting to think of all this. Not until I started to investigate you that I started thinking, hmm, maybe I need to start looking at the mouth and get you in to see the dentist. Yes. So that's the missing link. So when I talk to functional medicine doctors, they're great. I work with them all the time. I love them. But, you know, if you talk about diet, which is really important, and you talk about exercise, which is really important, and you talk about a good mental attitude and being positive, the thing that really trumps both of those is sleep mm -hmm. and airway. And in dentistry, we talk about the airway and we talk about breathing because in dentistry, the dental team is really the team that can really help manage the airway because the airway is really, it's bordered by the tongue. So your upper jaw and your lower jaw, the tongue and the soft palate, which drops back at night. And then it's bordered also by the nose. Okay. And, and so what you see, so if you don't sleep well, you don't have the energy, you're not going to metabolize your food well. You're not right. going to have the energy to exercise, right? You're not going to have the energy. You're leptin, you're ghrelin, you're going to be too hungry at the inappropriate times and you're going to keep eating. You won't feel satiated. So what we like to say is, you know how you say start with the gut, Dr. Tumika, you know, like in the tough case, you always start with the microbiome, you start with the gut. We, I always like to start with the airway and with giving someone a good night's sleep. Okay, but so, it, that's, that's really powerful. So my rock stars, just think about this. If you're not sleeping, I want you to take a step back and think, 
perhaps there's something going on with my airway. So as you t- breathe in and breathe out, we're really big on breathing here, right? That's how we know we're alive. If you're not sleeping well, I need you to hear what Dr. Gelb is saying, the airway. So it starts as a preemie. It can start at birth. So like people like me were probably born as mouth breathers. And so you can't see me now, but I have a long face. I'm very handsome, but I have a long (laughs) face. Yes, he's handsome. (laughs) I have a long face and a lot of my growth and development. And I tell you, I wet my bed until I was six, until I had my tonsils out. And my adenoids out, I wet my bed and I had nightmares and night terrors till I was six. Wow. And I never knew that. I didn't know that till I was 35, maybe 45 or 50. I never understood that because I didn't study it. They didn't teach it to me in, in medical school. I thought maybe it was trauma. But I understood then later on that once I opened up my airway, I got rid of a lot of those parasomnias. Now, I happen to be a little impulsive and some of my prefrontal cortex issues and development came from the fact that I probably didn't sleep as well as I could the first six years of my life. Right. And so the prefrontal cortex, which governs executive function skills, attentiveness, ADD, anxiety, depression, peer-to-peer relationships, um, conduct, whether you're aggressive, whether you're shy. So we start in early childhood we're trying to get a child to sleep through the night. And we do that by getting to be nose breathers, not mouth breathers. So a lot of what we do, and if you read read James Nestor's book, Breath, a lot of us are talking now about the importance of nasal breathing Mm. as opposed to mouth breathing, because you get a lot more with the parasympathetics. You get a lot better oxygenation when you nose breathe rather than you mouth breathe. Okay, so there's many people now who probably don't even stop and think. Like if you, my rock stars who are tuned in to rock it with Dr. Tamika, if you're noticing your mouth is dry throughout the day, more than likely, right? So I need them to understand that because some people may not understand that basic concept. Are you a nose breather or are you a mouth breather? Can you talk a little bit about that so they can like, I think I'm this. Yeah, so you know, one thing we teach all our patients, lips together, teeth apart with the tongue up to the Tongue up to the palate. Gotcha. Lips together and back teeth apart. And we I love that four, seven, eight breathing, four seconds in, hold for seven, then eight seconds out. Or like James Nestor's, I like five and a half seconds in also, and I like five and a half seconds out. So most of us are breathing very quickly. Most of us are breathing like 16 to 18 times a minute. If we can slow that breathing down, to about five seconds in, five seconds out, or if you're really trying to meditate, maybe four seconds in, hold for seven, and then breathe slowly out. So you want to exhale for longer than you inhale. But if you can slow your breathing down, it's probably the best pathway you have into your parasympathetic or your more relaxed type of nervous system. But getting back to you know to sleep and breathing, A lot of kids were, you know, a lot of us today, particularly, we have smaller and smaller mouths than we ever had 200 years ago. So our mouths are getting smaller because of epigenetics, pollution, soft diet, less breastfeeding. Now breastfeeding's coming back. So, you know, a lot of kids don't have room for all 32 teeth. So we get our wisdom teeth out today. Right. Two, three hundred years ago, if you go to the Museum of Natural History or you go to the Smithsonian or you go to these museums that have ancient skulls, 
the ancient skulls are much broader. There's about four to five millimeters behind the third molars. So there's plenty of room for all 30. Look, chimpanzees have 44 teeth. We don't even have room right now for 30. Our jaws are getting smaller and smaller, like the Price Pottinger, Pottinger's Cats, Weston Price. You can look at Corcini's work. You can look a lot of work. Lieberman from Harvard. Our, our faces are getting smaller and smaller with every generation. What does that mean? Yes. It's like we have less space to put all these teeth. That's right. But our tongues are getting bigger. Okay. So we're to, <laughs> we so, got a so big tongue. Go ahead. We got a big tongue. We got a big tongue, but we have a smaller mouth. So I see petite women, petite women coming in. They're exhausted all the time. Because when I take my imaging, when I take my comb beam, they've got tiny airways. They've got narrow palates. You can see, you know, if you look at someone and they smile and you don't see that broad Julia Roberts smile, Dr. Tamika, you have it. Yeah, I got a big most, smile. People, <laughs> most people do not have that broad smile. And so what that does, it leads to a high narrow palate. Mm-hmm. And a narrow nose, a narrowed nose. And a narrowed nose is a nose that probably has a difficult time breathing in. So it leads to this thing called nasal resistance, flow limitation. And that disrupts someone's sleep. So you don't have to even snore to have a sleep problem. There's two types of sleep problems. Wait, wait, wait. I need you to say that because that's a misconception that only the person who snores has a sleep problem. But you're saying that's not true. That's right. So if you have something called, you know, limited breathing, flow limitation, it's difficult for you to breathe. Maybe you're a heavy breather, a noisy breather, doesn't have to be snoring. That can cause sleep fragmentation or or disturb sleep. So that means that the brain's not getting down into the depth, the restorative, the deep sleep and the REM sleep. The other alternative to that is people that have oxygen issues. Mm, so okay. they have what we call hypoxia or they have, they have decreases in oxygen throughout the night. So either you have hypoxia or you have disturbed sleep or some people have both. So you can have a combination. So many people, my rock stars who are tuned in to Rocket with Dr. Tamika, you're sitting there, some of you perhaps, maybe accusing your partner, your spouse, your friend, like you snore, you have a problem, but you yourself who does not snore, may also have a problem too, because you're like, you're tired, you're fatigued, you're going to see your primary care doctor. And Dr. Gelb is breaking it down so clearly that you don't have to snore to have a problem. And you're more than likely have something, you can potentially have a problem with your airway, which is impacting your sleep, which in essence impacts your brain, which impacts your quality of life. Am I getting it right, Dr. Gelb? That's exactly right. Now, by the way, if you live in a noisy neighborhood, if there's a lot of fire engines, if there's sirens, there's a lot of lights on around your house, you know, light pollution. These are all things that can disrupt someone from having a nice, a, a deep restorative sleep. So sleep hygiene is important, a dark room, a cool room. You know, we talk about all these things. Uh, you know, uh, we want to make sure that uh, no allergens in the sheets, dogs and cats, hopefully, you know, maybe not on the bed. And, and you don't want to have a husband or a bed partner that's snoring loudly because that's also environmental noise. So it really needs to be quiet, silent, you know, for a lot of people to get a good night's sleep. So it's just, this is just, you know, what we call sleep hygiene. So what about the people who need the, um, the little white noise? 
Well, that's good. But, you know, these are all things I really look at these anatomical. I really look at things that are so solvable. I really look at things that I consider so easy. For me, look, this is so easy sometimes. It's easy and it's hard. But if no one's ever looked at your airway, in other words, if you've been to a dentist and all they've been doing is looking at your teeth, we're kind of missing the boat. We have to go to a dentist you know, Dr. Brahoon, there's a lot of people out in, in the LA, San Francisco area. You want to go to a dentist that's looking at your tongue, okay. that's looking at your throat, that's looking at your airway, that's looking at your TM joints, that's looking at your neck, that's looking at your posture. And so there's so much more out there. Remember, airway trumps everything else in dentistry. The teeth are just are there to support the airway. Okay, so now... Now you have me over here thinking. Now I know some of you, my rock stars who were tuned into Rocket with Dr. Tamika, some of you are thinking, now don't get mad at your dentist. Just remind them, hey, have you licked at my tongue? Are you looking at my posture? And then sometimes, you know, you need you may need to switch to someone. Well, you know what it is? I don't want to know. It's, you know, we're trying to teach dentists all around the country about airway-centered, airway-focused, airway-first dentistry. But in all fairness, only 15 to 20% of all these patients have been diagnosed, you know, in the United States. So 85% of hypertension, hypertensive patients have been diagnosed. 50, 50 5-0% of diabetics have been diagnosed. Only 1-5, 15% of people with airway and sleep disorders, sleep apnea, upper airway resistance, only 15% of the patients you and I are talking about. So there's a lot of people walking out out there that have high blood pressure, depression, anxiety, fatigue. They don't know. They think there's something wrong with them that's like they're labeled as depressed or anxious, but they really just have a sleep problem. These kids are labeled with ADD. Did you know that we can get 50 to 60% of kids off of Adderall, off of all these medications that they don't need to be on? If we just give their brains a restful night's sleep, we can get I would say the majority of kids, at least 50% of kids off of meds. Okay. So this is powerful because there's so many kids now, especially right now in the climate that we're in, that people are like the parents are on edge. Everyone's at home. There's virtual learning and you know, the child is easily distracted. And so the quick response is, okay, let me go ahead and get them some medication. Let's get them some medication. Right. right? And it's a reflex because I think a lot of times it's just that parents, teachers are at their wits end. And yeah. we're saying they're like, I just need it to help. Well, look, yeah. Who can, fo- first of all, how much time can you really focus on a zoom education? Everyone I talk to says it's just, it's not good, you know, much better in person, the education, the hybrids better, obviously, but if you're completely online with your learning and particularly boys, look, we know boys have a harder time concentrating than, than, than women, than girls. So for these boys out there that are not, they can't sit in their seats. They're running around. I was a kid like that. I was I was a jokester. I still am, I guess. Yes, but, you um, if you get people that can't really sit in their seat, let's go back and look at their airway. Maybe they're tongue-tied. Maybe their tongue was never able to live. You know, if you're tongue-tied, you're not going to get your proper development of your airway. You're not going to get proper development of your upper jaw because your tongue is supposed to be living up in your palate all during the day. That the tongue. So, um, Dr. Gelb, tell them again where the palate is. Tell them, explain in that in simple terms where the so, palate is. If you put your tongue up to the top of your mouth, the palate, the hard palate is that thing 
that when you get a pizza burn or when you when you have that fro- frozen drink, right? That's where it goes right into your brain. So your palate above your palate is your nose. So if you put your finger like that's what a thumb sucker. If you put your finger, your thumb in your mouth and you press up, that's the top of your palate. Now, the top of your palate is the bottom of your nose. So if I can expand your palate, I'm going to open up your nose. Right. People don't realize that. So I try to get people to be nasal breathers. But if I could get a child that was four, five, six, and I could get their palate expanded, I would give them a lifetime of being able to breathe through their nose. And so that's one of the things that my patients, I, they, that's what they want. I give them breathe right strips. I give them mute nasal stents. So there's a lot of inexpensive things you can do out there to test this hypothesis. Okay, let's go back before. to that. You give your patients, uh, tell me again, the nasal, the breathe. I give them this thing called mute. It's from Australia. They're called mute, M-U-T-E, nasal stents. They go in the nose. Remember like some kids when they went swimming, they had to wear those nose clips. This is the opposite. This goes in your nose and it presses outwards and it opens up your nose. Okay. The breathe right strip is the same thing. The breathe right strip goes on the outside of the nose and opens the nose from the outside. It lifts up. So it takes those nasal valves and it opens them up. And then if you can't find those, you could get nasal cones. If you go to a CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, if you go to a big, big uh, you know, pharmacy like that, look for something that's going to open up or dilate your nose. Open up or dilate. Now, okay, let me ask you this. There's always this thought, too, that when we're thinking about opening up the nose and helping people sleep better, that this is a problem for people who are overweight. Yes. And so this is this is just their issue. Can you speak to that? I sure can. So, you know, men, we put on weight in our stomachs and our faces, our throats, our faces. So women tend to put on weight in other areas until they get to be of menopausal age. But I'm going to hear, I'm here to tell you that there's just as many women, thin women, fit women that have trouble sleeping, they have insomnia, they're exhausted. And that's because a lot of them have narrowed noses. You know what I'd say? You know, you take a guy like me, you take a guy who's Greek or he's Italian, he's Jewish. The, probably the only good feature we have is our noses. And then we, they, they don't like, they think their nose is too big and they, go to a, and they get a nose job and now their nose is tiny and now they can't breathe through their nose because they just shrunk the nose to be a little petite nose. And now they can't sleep. And now they don't sleep because they can't breathe. Right. Now, here's the other thing that you know. There's a lot more allergies today. Right. There's a lot more allergies today than we had 20 or 30 years ago. So what do you have? Look, if you go into the pharmacy, you know, Flonate, there's so much nasal spray. Everything's about sinuses. Look, who, who do you not know that has everyone has a sinus issue or allergies or they can't breathe to their nose? And so this has become an endemic problem. Like I said, our faces are getting smaller. Our nasal, our sinuses are shrinking. In the old days, our sinuses would be huge. No one had sinus issues. In the old days, our nasal passages were huge. We weren't allergic to anything because we weren't growing wheat. You know, it was a whole different ballgame. Our immune systems were healthier. And so it's not uncommon today for people to have sinus issues and not being able to breathe through the nose. So when they do come to you with these sinus issues, issues, do you like... 
Okay, let's just start with the basics because many of them have already been on every kind of antibiotic. They've had every kind of nasal steroid. They're neti, neti pots. They're doing everything to breathe. Yes, yes. So what I do, I give them X-Clear nasal spray. So I disrupt the biofilm. I give them a nasal spray that has uh, xylitol in it, oh. which is a natural sugar. It gets rid of cavities. It was invented by an ENT to get rid of his grandchild's uh, earache, so titus media. Mm-hmm. So if you do a couple of squirts of X-Clear spray in the nose, I also use this rinse that has non-povidone iodine. I use it during COVID before I go out. Mm-hmm. Bio rinse from uh, a company down in uh, Boca Raton. But if you look at Io rinse, it's a non-povidone iodine. Mm-hmm. And so I give natural uh, formulas, natural remedies. And if you want to use a neti pot, that's great. We like lavender. We like the essential oils to open up the nose. If you have to use sometimes, you'll go to a Vicks Vapor Rub or use, you know, menthol. So we do everything we can in the interim until we can get that nose really enlarged or dilated. We do everything we can. Okay, so I am over here. My rock stars who are tuned in to Rocky with Dr. Tamika, he's a dentist. And he's breaking it down. He talks about the biofilm. He's talking about natural ways to help you breathe better. Listen up. I mean, he even breaks it down so simply. Dr. Gelb, you talked about lavender to help. Yeah. So, you know, essential oils are a part of us being able to breathe better. So whatever your favorite, and I have a nasal, people contact my office, we'll give them a nasal, healthy nasal um, protocol which was developed my, by my friend, Dr. Barry Raphael. And so we give that out to all our patients. We give free samples to, to all our patients. We want our patients to be able to breathe through their nose because I would say they're about 25 to 30% more alert, energetic, focused. So I'm all about focus during the day. I'm about being calm. I'm about performance. I want you to perform well during the day because you feel refreshed. You're not inattentive, you're attentive, you're focused because you've gotten a good night's sleep. So let's back it up and let's go back to kids real quick because this whole virtual learning and um, and I'm probably biased, I have a 13-year-old, 11-year-old son, and so I'm like, I have boys. And I know it's not just boys who can be a little bit challenged with it as far as virtual learning and just sitting there. But so if a parent comes to you and they're like, you know, I heard you. I read. It was on your. Uh, I was. I listened to Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio, and I heard this idea of natural ways to help my child. Would you start with the same approach with them, or how would you approach with the kids? You know what I would say? I'd say, Dr. Tamika, bring your son in. Let me look at your two sons. Mm-hmm. And so, if I see that your son's jaw has not developed ideally, and I see that your son has a good sized tongue, or he still has his tonsils in and maybe still has his adenoids in. If you're telling me that your son is inattentive, that he has ADD, that he's running around, or that he just is lethargic, or that he has night sweats, or that he wakes up two to three times a night, or that he's anxious, or that he's depressed, the first thing I'm gonna look at is I'm gonna look at his airway. I'm not gonna assume that he's anxious or depressed because he has a problem with his brain, that's not fixable, I'm gonna look at it at a very root cause, very organic level and say, let me look at his jaw. Let me look at the position of his lower jaw. Let me look at the position of his upper jaw. Is his upper jaw too narrow? Where does his tongue go? Does he know how to swallow? 
Is his tongue always at the bottom of his mouth? Or does he, when he comes into me, is he has open mouth posture? Are his lips always apart? Or are his lips always together? And when you watch him, is he breathing through his nose? So I can tell in about five minutes by just observing your son when he comes in the office, I can look at his head posture. I can look at his gait. Does he have a forward head posture? Is his head always strained? Is his head craned back at night when he sleeps? You could even give me a recording. You could tell me how he looks at night. When you go into his room, you could observe how he is when he's sleeping. Right. Making noise when he sleeps. And so it, it would, it's very, I wrote a book called Gasp. And the, and the first part of that book is all about kids and all about what parents should look for in kids. Howie and Hinton and I wrote the book because we didn't want to have to see another kid. And by the way, there's a lot of kids that have had teeth pulled out in orthodontics or they didn't maybe have early enough orthodontics. And so the, the orthodontic community is really not completely clued into what I'm talking about today and Dr. Tamika. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the orthodontists have to come on board and we, we love to invite the orthodontic community to come on board and to join our effort in um, airway dentistry. I am. Can you tell us again the title of the book? Because I think that's an, a must have for parents. Yeah, this book called Gasp, it's on Amazon, G-A-S-P. And by the way, I wrote a book called My Daddy Snores, too, with Scholastic Books. And we've sold about 400,000 copies of that with Nancy Rothstein. But the book that you should probably pick up is a book called Gasp. So if you pick up Gasp, that'll tell you all about your kids. And if you, there's another book called Breath by James Nestor that really goes into all kinds of breathing and why we are like we are today. And a lot of it has to do with the development of our faces, the development of our skulls, and how our jaws and our faces have changed over the last two to 300 years. So, And I'm glad you're saying this because... You know, people, we have evolved, we're changing, there's different exposures, there's different toxins, there's genetics, there's family history, there's diet, there's so many different things. So inevitably, we're all changing. So to just break this down, and when you're saying things are getting smaller and tighter, people are having more allergies now than ever before, more than ever before. Right. And so if you put it all together, it's like, okay, let's get back where I'm coming from. Let me look at the gut. And I'm like, now I'm thinking, okay. Let me partner with a dentist who gets there. Yeah. So, so listen, we, I mean, yes, we agree. So there are these high-risk oral pathogens. So, you know, we want to make sure that P. gingivalis, we want to infuse a bacterium. Some of the bacteria that you find in the gut, but there's other bacteria that you find in the mouth that's really directly linked to cardiovascular disease and dementia and Alzheimer's. So it's also important that you see a dentist that's doing a oral bacteria test, a spit test, call it oral DNA or a vital. There's a few different ones. And there's a few organizations in medicine like Bale and Deneen and Dale Bredesen, who does the Alzheimer's work. So Bredesen wants you to work with the dentist. And my friend Chip Whitney is now teaching, of course, the dentist. And the, the best thing about the course is that there has to be a dentist and a physician like you and I, Dr. Tamika, working together because we know when, a, when, when we do things collaboratively, when we work with other professionals, a dentist, a physician, when we work together, the patient's going to get the best result. Right. So that's that. I tell people, you know, you have to have your right team. Who's on your team? Because to get the best care Honestly, my rock stars who are tuned in to rock it with Dr. Tamika here on Dash Radio, your best care is a team, hands down. There's right, no- and I think and, and it'd be good for everyone out there to know that a dentist, 
And I wrote a book called Functional Dentistry, which I'll send to you, a functional-minded dentist, an integrative dentist, an airway dentist. I call myself an anti-inflammatory dentist because if Dr. Tamika is trying to lower your inflammatory levels and you're still snoring or have sleep apnea, I think that's one of the most potent forms of inflammation in the entire body, that combined with the bacteria in your mouth. I'm like excited about this because this is looking at the whole person and it takes you to a whole new level. This is your girl, Dr. Tamika. Got a health question you want to ask? DM us at I am Dr. Tamika. Discover insider tips on how to rock your health with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. So now we have some questions coming in. My rock stars who are tuned in to rock it with Dr. Tamika, you know I get super excited when questions comes in. They come in because it's a way we can directly communicate to what's on your mind. So I am going to bring the questions up and we're going to get started. Um, are you ready for that, Dr. Gail? Oh, yeah. Okay. We have Harmony from Sacramento. I've got super sensitive teeth that is apparent when eating ice cream or other cold food. Is there a way enamel can be strengthened? Yeah. So, you know, we love, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're toothpaste. There's Sensodyne, of course. There's Pro Enamel. But there's also custom toothpastes like Floridex. But I'm going to tell you something that you might not have heard before. But if you're clenching your teeth now during COVID, what happens when you put that trauma onto your teeth because you're under a lot of stress is your teeth are going to get ultra sensitive because you're traumatizing the nerves in the teeth. And so if you perhaps see an airway minded dentist and you get a night guard, now don't get a night guard that's going to close your airway, get a night guard that's going to open your airway which also will help manage your clenching. And you may very well see those sensitive teeth improve very quickly. Okay, look, you see, I love how you just flip that. Like, look, I'm telling you, Harmony, there's something to what Dr. Gelb is saying. He's showing you how, um, yes, there's some quick fixes with the Sensodyne, the Floridex and so forth. But if you're clenching, and there's several reasons to clench. And maybe Dr. Gelb, can you just... What is clenching? Maybe some people may not know. Well, you know, we think clenching is a type of a movement disorder. Okay. So we used to think that you clench because your teeth didn't fit together well. We know that's not true anymore. And then everyone said, well, no, it's from stress. And we don't really necessarily, we think that's part of it. But we know that you clench in association very often with a sleep disorder. And so sleep apnea, airway resistance syndrome, these are conditions uh, having to do with your airway and your breathing that are also associated with clenching. So the American Academy of uh, Prosthetic Dentistry, the Prosthetic Dentistry Association published guidelines which said, before you make a night guard for your patient, please rule out a breathing and sleep disorder. And this just came down two years ago. It's very important. So I want you, if you're clenching at night, I want you to find a dentist and I want you just to take stock yourself. You can ask, there's a very simple questionnaire called Stop Bang, S-T-O-P-B-A-N-G. So do you snore? Are you tired? Has anyone observed you gasping for air? Um, blood pressure, is your blood pressure elevated? Um, do you have a BMI that's elevated? Um, you look at your neck size, that's the end. Gender, are you a man or a woman that's uh, around menopausal age? So if you say yes to about three of these questions, 
you probably should have a sleep study. Sleep study could be primarily today, it's going to be a home sleep study because of COVID. And there's some really excellent home sleep tests out there. So we would recommend, so that's clenching is a gnashing of the teeth. It doesn't have to be grinding. I'm not saying that your teeth are all flat. I'm just saying, look, I'm clenching right now and it's silent. Right. You can sometimes see like Clint Eastwood in the movies or Steve McQueen. Right. You see the muscle on the side of the face. Right. That's clenching. Great explanation. I can think of all the Clint Eastwood movies I'd watch with my dad. And I'm like, oh, I totally, he totally was clenching throughout. You could clench. <laughs> he was doing it all the time. All right. Let's and you can on. see, yeah, you can see it in the face too. Some people like, uh, what was her name? Brittany. There's certain people like, uh, you know, that you see on TV, you can tell they have huge jaw muscles because they've been clenching. All right. So here we go. We have Trisha from Tacoma, Washington. How exactly do gums connect to your heart? Is it true that inflammation and bacteria found in the mouth are linked to heart causing heart disease and clogged arteries? Absolutely. Yes. So the work of Bale and Janine, Bradley Bale and Amy Janine and others has shown that when you have this bacteria, anaerobic bacteria that lives without oxygen, that bacteria causes an inflammation of the gums. You've heard of leaky gut. Well, the gums turn, the, you have leaky gums. And so the bacteria either goes directly into the bloodstream or this harmful, these oral pathogens, there's four high risk oral pathogens that are directly linked to the endothelium, to the softening or to the permeability of the endothelium. They call it an atherogenic triad. Let's just put it this way. If you had problems before and you have these high-risk pathogens in your mouth, you're going to be even more prone to a heart attack or stroke or diabetes than if you had a clean mouth. And I can say the same thing with uh, low birth weight children, preeclampsia. Um, it's, it's associated with rheumatoid arthritis. It can be associated with pancreatic cancer. So it really behooves you to have a clean mouth because it's definitely related to other, we call it oral systemic. The oral is related to the systemic or to these whole body problems. So then, you know, so this goes back to the test, Dr. Gelb, that you said earlier, like the oral bacteria test and the oral DNA and oral vital. That's very important. Yeah, if I was, Dr. Tamika, if I was working with, I would want a lot of my patients, especially if they had chronic, if they had cardiovascular disease, or if you see, look, high, if you see C-reactive protein or myeloperoxidase, if you're looking at your Boston heart, your Cleveland heart, if you go to Quest, if you go to LabCorp, if you go to Bioreference, and you see these inflammatory profiles, Dr. Tamika, elevated, and yet they're cleaning up their diet, they're doing but you can't get rid of it, there could still be an infection, either a periodontal infection, a root canal infection, something between the roots. So don't leave out the teeth and the mouth as a chronic source of inflammation in the body. I think it's important that we hear this. My rock stars who are tuned in to rock it with Dr. Tamika, as we talk about, you know, I always say inflammation is the root of all evil. Dr. Gelb is bringing this even more to the forefront saying, you know, if we're working on, you know, you're cleaning up your diet, you're exercising, you're drinking your water, you're getting your rest. You are working on your mental well-being. But if your mouth is inflamed, that's not helping. It's a, it's a doorway to your system. So you can be doing all that. 
So I know if you're anything like me, Dr. Gelb, I have to tell you, I fear the dentist. It's just the buzzing and everyone like, oh my gosh, they're going to find something. I know. I don't <laughs> fear. You gotta find a good dentist, a nice dentist. Nice dentist. I had someone yeah. like, oh my gosh, bad experience, but not all dentists are that way. So don't be like me. Let's go together. Let's encourage one another. Um, here exactly. we have um, Eddie from Houston, Texas. Can sleep apnea cause dental problems? Well, you know, if you're sleeping all night with that open mouth, you're going to wake up in the morning with a dry mouth. A dry mouth doesn't have that saliva that's very protective. And so you can get someone that gets a lot of cavities and gets periodontal disease because they're sleeping all night with their mouth open. So the goal is at night, and listen, my, my, best, my best patients out there are sometimes the ones that tape their mouth at night. Really? So they take paper tape from Micropore from 3M. And you know what, if you tape your mouth, you know, the guy that owns Zabars came to me, he goes, doc, I don't need your expensive devices. All I do is put a piece of tape here, piece of tape here. If you tape your mouth, you gotta breathe through your nose. If you breathe through your nose, you're gonna be a lot healthier. So for those people out there that wanna try a simple fix that as long as you can breathe through your nose, try taping at night. And I, my, my, some of my healthiest patients and some of the ones that, that if you just read it in a book, but you can listen to me, you put a couple pieces of tape over your lips at night and you'll notice probably another 20% more energy during the day. Oh my gosh. I wish, you know, I'm thinking about this and cue my producer who's like listening to this. I'm thinking cue, oh my gosh, my rock stars. I wish there was a visual for you to see this so he could just tape real quick so we can see like, where do you put the tape? Where do you put the tape? So, oh. Right here. Okay. You know, you just put it up and down. It's 3M. It's that pa very lightweight paper tape. It's no big deal. It's not like, I'm not talking about duct tape. <laughs> I'm not talking about like adhesive tape. I'm just talking about this very, very lightweight 3M paper tape. It's very easy to use. And, and I would really recommend that. So you make like the number 11 from the top to the bottom. Exactly. Wow. Now there's other companies that are selling tape called Somnifix. And there's other companies that are going to come out with other types of tape. Mm -hmm. This is real easy. This is like real simple. You don't need to have like a college degree to necessarily put tape, you know, on your lips. It's a very simple thing. And I say, why not try it now? Some people need a bite plate in their mouth. They need to keep their jaws forward. You have to sometimes prevent the jaw from dropping back. But this is a real simple fix just to like, if you want to try something tonight, if you're listening to this and you haven't been sleeping well, try putting tape. And you might want to try it before you go to bed at night for like half an hour to make sure that you can breathe. But it's a great thing even to train your kids, your 11 and your 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. Or some people put a little card between the teeth, like a playing card. Right. See how long the child can walk right now. That's also good because they're not making a lot of noise. <laughs> We're going to so try like, this experiment. Like, We're going to try this like, experiment. Go ahead. So, you know, I don't want to go what my father said to me, but, you know, it's a good thing. Kids actually should have their lips together and their teeth apart. And then when they listen, I went to a yogi once. I was in India and he goes, if you're talking, you're probably not breathing. So it's nice to just stop talking for a while, keep your lips together, and just practice nasal breathing for 15, 20 minutes at a time. It's just a great way to reset. You know what it does? It resets your nervous system. So if you've had a really rough day, if you've had a rough hour, take two minutes, put your lips together, 
and take five and a half seconds in and five and a half seconds out, or take four long seconds in, pause for seven, and take eight seconds out. That's four, seven, eight breathing, which is a good technique, but there's also five and a half in and five and a half out. You'll be taking six breaths a minute, which now you're taking 16 to 18. That's an immediate way to reset your entire nervous system. And you know, with the amount of anxiety, depression, the stress levels that just gets, it's just enormous right now, people need ways to calm down. And I find this is the best, this is the easiest way to calm down. It's like if you need to calm down, working on your breathing, and you could do it as a child or you could do it as an adult. You can do it really any age, and I find it works. And even if I have insomnia at night, I just go to my breathing for five minutes, I'm usually falling asleep. This is like a quick little hack, and I'm happy because everyone, there's so much out there, Dr. Gelb. There's so many different, like, come take this pill, come get this supplement, come use this over here, and people are just searching. And what I say they are doing, it's called, I think they're practicing the HAP method, which is hoping and praying that one of these things are going to work. <laughs> like I'm doing the HAP. I'm just going to do whatever. I got to do whatever it takes. And yeah. my rock stars, you, you have a tip. I mean, the breathing, we talked about that before. And I, we talk a lot about breathing and just taking the time out. I have them, we talked about box breathing, but now we have this four, seven, eight or five and a half in and five and a half out. These are helpful. And then it's a reset. Yeah. And I like the box breathing too. I like the box breathing. That's great too. I'm thinking about this a little bit more. So if we were to um, think of some ways to, I'm thinking about who's out here in LA to help us. So how would they find, like, where would we go to look? Like, okay, here's a good place to start searching. Well, look, you know, the doctors like Dr. Jonathan Greenberg, he's come up with an over-the-counter device called the Zippa, but he also has clinics out there in LA. Uh, Dr. Kathleen Carson, look, you got Dr. Bill Hang who's one of the best in the country. He's an orthodontist in Agora Hills. Oh, okay. Got, local. Okay. Yeah. Agora Hills. You got, you know, Kathleen Carson, Agora Hills. You got a great person, Joy Moeller and Samantha Wheeler. They're the two top myofunctional therapists in the country. They're right in LA Pacific Palisades. So they'll retrain the tongue. They'll start working with kids. They'll work with you on zoom. So if you're having trouble swallowing, if you want to redevelop your tongue, if you want to redevelop the, the tone and the posture of your tongue, call up someone like Samantha Weaver, call up Joy Muller. They're really two of the top people in the country. And uh, they're right there in LA. They're, they're some of the best. Uh, you know, you've got Steve Omos down in San Diego. Uh, you've got tons of good people out there in the LA area that are doing this type of work. Um, thank, you for sh thank you for sharing that. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about this ACG airway-centric system. Talk about that. So my father, when, when everyone at USC was shoving the jaw down and back in 1924, in the 1950s, my dad said, no, the jaw is not supposed to be shoved back. That would leave the jaw like in a bone-on-bone -bone position. He said the jaw is not supposed to be in a bone-on-bone -bone position. The jaw is supposed to come down and forward. And if you read, if you look at what we do when we treat sleep apnea, we treat snoring, we're, we're bringing the jaw down and forward. We're preventing the jaw from, I, I, my jaw is falling back, right? You can see what I'm doing. So you have the, like the, you can see the image of a guy whose jaw is back, like someone in the train and an airplane, they tilt the seat back, their jaw goes back. It's not very attractive. No, it's not. And, and they start, so 
I got this early on. The ACG system is the airway-centric Gelb system. Okay. And it's made by a, a lab called Prosomnus out in Pleasanton, California. And it allows the jaw to achieve a comfortable position during the day where you don't get neck pain, you don't get jaw pain, you don't get headaches, and it puts the jaw in an airway open or airway friendly position. So it actually enhances nasal breathing because it's decreasing the pressure that would be below, but below the nose. So it's opening up that airway behind the tongue Mm -hmm. and behind the soft palate. At the same time, it's getting rid of clicking, popping in the jaw. So I call it the airway-centric guided position or the airway-centric gelb. If you like gelb, we call it the airway-centric gelb. If you don't like gelb, we call it the airway-centric guided position. We like the airway-centric gelb. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> now, at night, at night, we have the nighttime version, which is an upper, and that prevents the lower jaw from dropping back. Okay. So, so then- we have a day and a night. So when I think about sleep apnea, people having problems with their airway, the CPAP machine is like the whole entire face, Dr. Gelb. It's like people don't use it. They get it. And honestly, you can know they don't, they don't like the way it fits. They call one of my patients. I feel like Darth Vader. So it's like, it's just too- right. So we're the alternative, the airway centric guided system. The ACG system is a bite plate system. That's the alternative. And along with the prosomnus devices and along with these, um, these sleep apnea devices, they're very small, they're milled, they fit very comfortably in the mouth, and they just don't let your jaw drop back at night. And so you can travel with it, you can put it in your pocket, you don't have to wear a mask, it doesn't take up any space, it doesn't make any noise. Now, I have nothing against CPAP, mind you. I, if you have you know, cardiac arrhythmias, if you've had, if you're obese, if you really need it, if you have a thick neck, if you really need the CPAP, it's a lifesaver. But the majority of people out there probably should start with an oral device and or an orthodontic technique that can grow the airway and expand it so you don't have to use CPAP or you don't have to wear one of my devices. You can actually grow your airway and uh, prevent that from, from being necessary. So then this is, I'm, I don't know, but I'm going to ask. So this is something that they can pay for out of pocket. Well, you know, if you're, if you do a sleep study and you have more than 15 events per hour, medical insurance will most likely cover a device like this. Oh, okay. So if you have medical necessity, this is a recognized, it's uh, evidence-based. It's proven that these devices work. Now I say they work 80% as well as CPAP, but if you look at the mean disease alleviation. If you look at how much compliance, so if you multiply the amount of hours I'm going to use it by the efficacy, you really get the medical effectiveness. Right. So if you use, if CPAP works 100%, but you only use it two hours a night or it's sitting on the shelf, it's not doing you any good. It's not working. (laughs) So efficacy has nothing to do with it. It's really the effectiveness. It really has to do with mean disease alleviation. So the amount of hours that you're going to comply with the treatment or whether or not you're going to comply with the treatment has a lot to do with the medical effectiveness. Okay. So that's an, I mean, that's an alternative because I have people in my practice who will not use the CPAP. They just, they hate it. So now I'm thinking, okay, you want to go to New York? (laughs) Come to New York. But you know, in the meantime, if you can't travel with COVID, there's a number, there's a number of excellent Todd Morgan, uh, there's a number of excellent people in that whole West Coast. Steve Carson's up in Seattle. There's a ton of people on the West Coast 
that are excellent, excellent airway providers, and they can fit you with a beautiful custom device okay. um, that will do that will do exactly what I'm talking about. And that's and I'm glad you're sharing this because I'm happy that there are like-minded dentists who are approaching health in a comprehensive point of view and saying, hey, here's some alternatives, here's some natural ways, and because that's what people are searching for. They're yeah, David Chirazi, there's a, just a number. If you start looking up there for a, an airway dentist, or you can go to my nonprofit, I have two nonprofits, the Foundation for Airway Health, airwayhealth.org, and AAPMD, and we, we list people for free. We list people that believe in the airway. So aapmd.org or airwayhealth.org, you'll, and we give information for the public. We're out there to educate the public about, you know, how you can help and identify this in your children and yourselves and how you can pick that team that Dr. Tamika was talking about. Like, how do you find an ENT that actually uh, believes in this? Right. A lot of ENT is going to say, you're crazy. Go away. I'm not, to, I'm not to leave those tonsils alone. So we see huge tonsils say, well, how did this kid get past the pediatrician? How did they, maybe they never look in the mouth. Right. How did they get past the ENT? It's like, it's like, how did you get to be this age? And no one told you, you should get those tonsils shaved down. It's interesting. There's different, different schools of thought, different people, there's different fears, but the, at the bottom line is you want to help. That's what all we're trying to do is trying to help the most effective ways that people can um, come from a natural approach and recognize that their team truly cares. Really, yeah. truly, truly. And that's what it boils down to, that you truly care. So are there, are there any parting words that you can share that are any like parting tips for our listeners here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio? You know, I say airway trumps everything else in medicine and dentistry. And so start to focus on your breathing, focus on your sleep, focus on your airway. And it's not your fault. I mean, we think that everyone deserves an open airway. I would say start as early in life as you can. So I'm just going to tell you that most orthodontists will tell you not to come until 11 or 12. Find a general dentist or find someone. Look hard enough that someone will see your kid before they're five years of age. Start this early in life. I wish I had started earlier in life. Now that I know what I know, start early. But remember, it's never too late to intervene. The human body is incredibly resilient, and I can intervene at 45, 55, 65, or 70, and I can do remarkable things. But the earlier, like Mickey Mantle said, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. <laughs> the one thing I can say, if you, if you, if you, hopefully you're going to listen to Dr. Tamik with your diet, with your exercise, with a good mental attitude, but get your airway checked. Get that airway open, because if you fix the airway, it'll stay with you and do great things for you your entire life. It'll improve your performance. It'll improve your mental attitude, your mental health. It'll help you with anxiety, depression, and uh, you'll just have a better day. Well, this is great because our whole theme this series is staying healthy and calm during the holiday season. And if you can get a good night's rest consistently yes, and you can feel rested and you feel um, empowered and the anxiety is lifting and you're able to accomplish the various tasks that you have set before yourself, you're doing great. Absolutely. You're doing great. Dr. Gelb, you have been a joy, a pure joy. I have to let you guys know, make sure you check out his, his um, nonprofit at AAPMD or uh, AAPMD.org. So that's Apple, Apple, Paul, Mary, doctor.org. 
And the other one's airwayhealth.org. Did I get it right, Dr. Gale? Yes, you did. All right. So check out those nonprofits and then support them along the way because here we are dropping knowledge here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika. You have the best knowledge today that I've heard right now as it relates to opening and supporting the airway and how powerful it can be. My rock stars, I thank Dr. Gale today for joining us on Rocket with Dr. Tamika. Thanks, doctor. Now, Rockstar, stay tuned. We're doing big things. You know, I believe in this. A healthy you leads to a healthy community. So work, you continue to work on your health. Not that you have to, but you get to. And that is an awesome thing to get to do. Until later, stay tuned. Get ready, get ready. We're keeping this series going. And next, we are bringing in a chef. So get ready. Stay tuned to Rocket on Dash Radio with Dr. Tamika. You're listening to Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio.